Alright, you white motherfuckers. All eyes on me. This is the Average Years Podcast. So, welcome to the Average Years Podcast. I am back with a special guest who you may know from the other podcasts, Usual Suspects. You want to introduce yourself? I'm the abstract Sagittarius. Hi, everybody. Ew. Thank you for having me. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> uh, so, a couple of housekeeping items. First uh, of all, loving the microphone. Oh, yes. You like know, it keeps I, flashing in and out. Like, I need wait, you to bring man, in a little me, bit um, more. Let me uh, take out my um, background. Bam. I'm looking all professional and shiny and shit. Hey, listen, wait till I get this green screen up behind me. It's over for you hoes. <laughs> <laughs> you will be like, ooh, DreamWorks budget? I live. Let's stop it. <clears throat> DreamWorks, though? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so I got this a podcast set. This is part of my podcast set. That I bought That's with my cute. good tax refund right. money. Thanks. I got three more just like it with headsets and everything. Um, so, a couple of housekeeping items like we do over here at the Average Podcast. Um, I don't feel good about Teresa Randall being replaced in the bad boy film. The next one is coming. Uh, and also, fuck you to whoever. Posted that recording of her on the walker. Um, I know it's not like a major role, but it's like she was in the previous three. Like we're used to seeing her. Now you want to replace her with, and no disrespect against Sasha Smith, but she tends to yell when she talks. And she already says Marcus a particular way from why why did I get married? So now she's gonna say it probably the same way in Bad Boys 4. I hate you. Um I'ma still watch, but Teresa Randall didn't look too well. Um and then on top of that, Jamie Foxx is in the ICU, uh-huh. allegedly. Um when I think about him, I think back to what Jaguar Wright was saying in that interview about how the the subject she was talking about was about um, Albie Shore being in the hospital and how just about every person that was tied to Uptown either passed away or is on life support with the exception of Mary J. Blige and KC. But Andre Harrell, gone. Uh Heavy D, gone. Mm-hmm. I'll be sure was almost out of here. And she said the connection was they were they were on the verge of releasing like a memoir. But they're also connected to Diddy in some way. But in that conversation, she said that you know they have things out here that they could slip you to make you get sick. Like cause coronary, cause heart attacks, cause pneumonia, Mm -hmm. cause strokes. And, you know, Jamie Foxx went in to the hospital, what, two weeks ago? At least two weeks ago, right? Yeah, at least two weeks. And at first it was like, 
we we respect that he has such a tight circle because none of us knows what's going on. But we know what's going on. And then one minute you tell us he's awake and speaking and now he's in the ICU. Like what the fuck is going on? And he's not even that much older than you and me. Well, a good ten years, but still in his fifties, healthy as fuck. Mm. Like now all of a sudden you in the intensive care unit. Yeah, I don't I think that the fact that they are doing a damn good job in keeping this situation as private as they can. Because like, I remember when the report first came out, they said that, and I don't know how true it is because I'm trying to think of where I saw that. A part of me want to say TMZ, but don't quote me on it. So it was an alleged thing. And then I didn't really hear anything else after it because it was just like constant semi-updates that were coming out but they were saying that he had like a moment on the set that he was filming at, at the filming set for the movie that he's supposed to be in um right. saying like somebody was trying to kill him or something like that like he I, had I like a, supposedly had a whole like breakdown about it right before he ended up in the hospital um Nobody ever really like circled back to that that I've seen, but um, I don't know. Like, not Jamie Fox, yo. It's I think it's more so because we don't know what actually happened. Is kind of where. It just leaves a lot of um, uncomfortable feelings about the situation. If that makes sense, like you don't know if it was like a heart thing. We don't know if he was sick. You don't like we don't know what the hell happened. We just know he ain't in a good place right now. Right. Whereas, you know, prior, you know, we would get something. You know what I mean? So I think it's more so just the unknown aspect of it is what just makes it just a more ill feeling about it. And I don't know. Hopefully he come back from this because, I mean, I'll be sure situation was similar. Like, they didn't think he was going to pull through. So, and these and and the crazy thing about it is that these are two healthy guys. Yeah. Like I'll be sure prior to becoming a singer was an athlete, like a football mm. player and all that other stuff. And I'm sure he stuck to that up until, you know, his later years. Jamie Foxx, like dude was just everywhere and physically active. So it's like to be physically active and be strong, then all of a sudden you just you just laid out. Um, yeah. A lot of questions around that. But, um, you know, we, we're pulling for Jamie Foxx. Um, Absolutely. Super talented dude. Um, hand in everything. Good at everything. That's some scary shit. Yeah. 
And I hope hopefully it wasn't something that was like related to COVID because you know COVID fucks everything up. Yeah. Um. So, moving on to something even more bizarre. Robert De Niro. <laughs> With the baby. Still Listen. shooting still shooting bullets. <laughs> Listen. Listen. Still shooting bullets, y'all. <laughs> when I seen that headline, I called my mother like, wait a minute. <laughs> this man said he had a baby. And then I'm like, okay, well, maybe it's like a toddler. No. It's a whole newborn baby and now it uh, makes sense as to the reason why he was like I got six kids wait no I got seven because I just had a baby because he just had a baby <laughs> is if he's not 80 he's pushing so I know he's Al Pacino 70... older than him what is he 76 no I, I think... believe he's 76 it's either 76 or 79 it's one of those one of those two but I believe he's 76. Here's yeah. the thing. What what the fuck are you going to do in five years? Listen, I don't know. But um... like you pull up at aftercare or you pull up to preschool assembly. First of all, your father is Robert De Niro. <laughs> pull up anywhere. Well, yeah, to pull Robert up anywhere. And with a a whole like kindergartner, <laughs> that is fucking my like nervous system up. Just just thinking of that reality. Like, I love it. I love everything about it. Like, yeah, like this shit and the shit we just talked about justify science. Because, sir, you are still shooting. Mm-hmm. Baby bullets. <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> Much fucking respect. <laughs> like, like, some people that would love to be able to still, like, I'm like, yo, that's fantastic. Actually, like, but then, how old is his wife? So his girlfriend's 29. Allegedly. Wait a minute. Oh, that's right. He's he not divorce, He's not with right? the black lady anymore. He got a divorce, right? I think so. See, okay. that's the thing. Like, I think I remember that. Because there was a time where I think she filed <coughs> like here and there, and then they got back together, but I don't know if they're officially divorced. I, I'm. Here's my gotcha. theory. It's like... It's kind of like the same thing with like Dan DeVito and Rhea Perlman. Like they're not officially divorced, mm-hmm. and they're not going to. Like she she went on Watch What Happens Live and said, you know, yeah, we we agree we're not going to divorce. We're just comfortable not being together. But they're oh, yeah, they're, they're better s- friends. They're separated. Yeah, they're better friends yeah, not being separated. married. Um, so maybe that's what I think is going on between you know Robert De Niro and you know his. Second Grace High um, yeah. Tower. So I think that's what's going to end up happening is like he's not, they're not going to get divorced. They're just comfortable not being together. Right. And word on the curb is like 
being with Robert De Niro can be hell. Hmm. And just like last week's episode when I was talking about memoirs, you know, that's the whole thing. That's the whole trend right now where, like, people are coming out with memoirs left and right. Uh I wouldn't mind a memoir by his first wife. From his first wife. Like, we we, we want some, because I know it, it has to be a lot of tea. And I said last week, I wouldn't mind a memoir from um, Tracy Edmonds. Just saying. And I'm kind of segueing <laughs> into another part that I wanted to talk mm-hmm. about. But mm-hmm. I, when I heard that Robert De Niro was a, going to be a, was a, a father for the seventh time, pushing 80, I almost jumped the curb. I said, <laughs> Robert De Niro, if you don't sit down somewhere and like sit down somewhere because here's the thing i know people older than me that had kids later in life like Mm. started having kids maybe in their late 40s that's fine like you are in your 50s now with a 10 or 12 year old okay but sir when you are pushing 80 with a whole grown fetus. I have a, I have questions. I mean, maybe he's pulling a Jack Nicholson, I guess. But, yeah, when I heard that news, I was like, I, I'm about to jump the curb. Because shit's so random out here these days. <laughs> um, Do I want to talk about... Um. Well, Beyonce's back. That's great. Love Beyonce. Saw some of the be- rena- the Renaissance spoilers. Love some of the outfits. Mm-hmm. Love that she's performing. America has a problem live. Like that's my joint. Like I go out for America has a problem. Um, I would like I- to um also yes like piggyback on something. You remember? I'm I'm about to call all you fake ass you know, cancel culture people, where the outrage at now that y'all had a couple months ago for her when she was in Dubai. Yeah. Remember, we had a whole conversation about that. Sure did. A whole entire um, conversation about how y'all was so angry with her. I was just angry with her a couple weeks ago about the fact that she didn't back Chloe's album and all of that. Where's the outrage now? Look, it goes away when she comes out that in that shiny, shimmery uh, pantsuit with the all, hands on all it. All the stupidity goes out the window. It sure right. does. It sure does. I just, you know, I just remember I said I was going to ask that question. <laughs> but it's <laughs> funny because it's funny because the same people that were like not feeling Chloe's album are here for it all of a sudden, and like there was this whole conversation about. You know, the reason why people aren't taking to Chloe and her album is because it comes off forced. Like you you come you come off initially as a well to do person or somebody from well to do means trying to force this sexual oh I'ma suck them on the first day, fuck them on you know, that kind of thing. I never got that in she if even when you do you watch grownish? I barely watch Blackish. 
Okay. <laughs> but Grownish, even though they played twins on there, I believe that the characters that they played was their personalities. And while she may not have been overly sexual on the show because that wasn't the tone, she was very confident and very in tune with herself. You know what I mean? And that what I see is what I saw in her acting. You know what I'm saying? Even when it comes down to Haley and she's a very sweet person, but don't get it fucked up. Like I'm time enough for you. I'm very humble, but, and don't play with my sister. Like their personalities that I see in, I guess <laughs> the Twitter verses and the, because I ain't never seen them in public, so I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know them. Is what I've seen in them since before they even dropped their album. So it doesn't come off. I think she's coming into being her confident self, regardless whether y'all like it or not. Her, what she chooses to be <laughs> is not meant for your comfortability. It's for her. So if she okay with it, then it doesn't really matter what y'all think. Um, in addition to the fact that I think because it was like, oh, these are Beyonce protégés, y'all were looking for the, for her to mimic Beyonce, and that wasn't the case. You see what I'm saying? In addition to the fact that you might not know, she might not have wanted. Beyonce to do that because sometimes when you trying to really step out on your own you don't want the reason people flock to you is because of off the back of somebody else even if it is Beyonce sometimes you want to just be able to achieve that greatness on your own you want to earn it organically you know what I'm saying and throughout her entire career leading up to the album, it was always something. It wasn't just her being talked about. It was, oh, she's like this because of Beyonce or something, something, something Beyonce or Beyonce wouldn't approve. Like it was always something about her being thrown into this comparison of Chloe. And I think she just wanted to be her. And I've listened to the album. It's not bad at all. I don't think it's a bad album. It's not. I do think that she has time to continue to flourish into something more. So, I don't know. I'm here for it. I like both of them, to be truthful. I do too. They have a good balance. So not to go back to Beyonce, but I'm going back to Beyonce because that's where mm-hmm. I was. So from what I've seen, so I started getting spoilers as soon as like the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, people just can't resist. <clears throat> Whenever they hear the music from their apartment, they got to record. She, so the set list includes songs from her previous albums. Mm. The clip it, the clip it, the snippet, 
<laughs> the snippet I heard, she was singing Love on Top. And when I tell you, I almost went through the wall like, hey, Kool-Aid, because her. So one thing about Beyonce is like her voice has grown like crazy mm. over the years. Um, it's more rich, it's more full. So for us to get like her, it's like material from her first four albums. Now it's just like love on top. And she's, of course, she's going to change the arrangement a little bit mm. to show y'all that the mic is always on, but she can still do the key change. And, you know, the tone is just huskier and darker and, and more solid. So I was just like, I'm like, you're fucking me up. And this little TikTok clip is only 50 seconds long. <laughs> so that's why I came in. You know, I, I tried to be like y'all and get some Renaissance tickets, but I was like, I do not want to uh, sell a kidney or a liver to like yeah. be in the nosebleeds. And I've seen I've seen Beyonce live already, so I'm good on that. Actually, I got to see Beyonce and Jay Z live on tour together, so I got a two for one. Um, mm-hmm. Then I started seeing clips from the actual concert, the stage setup, the lights. Like I was just like, oh, this is good. Like, I, first of all, I can't believe she allowed y'all to do that. Um, because Homegirl was tight, and y'all still slipped with the Dubai performance. Um, but I was like, I love it. Like it's camp. She tried to shake her little booty to break my soul in the conveyor belt. I'm like, girl, <laughs> that twerk is from Montana, but I love the outfit. Um, yeah, I I wouldn't I I didn't realize that she had surgery on her leg not too long ago. Yeah, I saw in the comments somebody said. Yeah, because um, some people was questioning like, was why wasn't she dancing like she would normally do? Right. It was like like she just had surgery, like fall back. Right, that, which is probably bit. one of the reasons why y'all didn't get visuals or a music video or you know an official rollout. Not right. that she needs to because she's fucking Beyonce. Um, oh, and then she politely told everybody, like, "I get that shit to y'all when the fuck I'm ready to." Right. Y'all won't <laughs> like, eat it up nonetheless. So why you don't demand I'm, nothing from me. Get it when I feel like y'all were. Shut up. Um, but I saw like you know performances of America Has a Problem. Cuff it, um, energy, break my soul. What else did I see? I was like, it, it, it's clear that she's kind of like in her head as she's performing because you know she always likes to keep note of what's off or what's not right, but mm-hmm. also she's still kind of healing from surgery. Um, to where she's not doing a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but she has like the dancers to do it, but that's not going to stop. And none of that's going to stop her from giving a good show, which it looks like right. a good show. It's just the energy is a little different. Mm-hmm. But she's still going to give it up. Um, I like it. Um, mm-hmm. from what I've seen, I'm glad she's back. 
and we all exist in the same plane. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, she got the uh, the twins back on tour with her, which is great. I love them. Man, I was I was like, yes, they're back. Yeah, because um, when I opened up IG, said the day was their post was the first post that I saw from her performance, and then um, saw some from her photographer, and then um, the choreographer uh, Aaliyah Janelle. Mm-hmm. She the one who did the um, choreography for a Tank song that when we saw. Oh, yeah. yeah, she did the choreography for that, and she did the choreography for uh, Nicki Minaj, that bitch's King Kong song, that shit. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, from all, yeah, so she right. on tour with her name, too, so. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, um, oh, man, I can't think of his name. He a little DJ and a producer. He came up, like, got real big because one of his mashups that he did made it real big. And um, she took him on tour with her, too. I think that's one of the appreciations that I have for her is she, the recognition and opportunities that she give people. Who are you texting? This daddy in Chicago. Um <laughs> Sorry, he he, was, he responded to one of my stories. Um, I, I posted about a one of my favorite movies, Death to Smoochie. That's a that's a whole another conversation. Um, you've seen that movie. By your response, I can tell you, you've seen that movie. Underrated classic. Okay, you know I love my dark comedy movies. Shit that's just not right, but it's so right. That fucking movie. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, yo, how did I get here? <laughs> what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, that's a that's a, a world classic for me. Yeah. And it's funny, I was thinking about that movie when we went we went to um we went to an Italian place here uh last last Sunday or something. Mm. And you know the the Irish woman in the movie that had the slow brother that was a boxer? <laughs> Why did the owner of the restaurant look just like her when she came in? Mm. Not exactly like her, but same build. The hair was down, but it's red, and she had the nerve to be wearing green. I said, you can't it's tell okay. me it's not the same woman. It's okay. Now I'm going to have to find that movie. I yeah, I found it. I found so it again long. when I was unpacking. Because, listen, I might watch it again this week. But Death to Smoochie and Throw Mama from the Train is my other one. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> <laughs> the way they ran that old lady ragged. I like the salty ones because the salty ones make me choke. I'm sick of you. So sick of you. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is how we roll on the podcast, tangents here and there. But yes, I was uh, texting Daddy Andy in Chicago, who I had the pleasure okay. of meeting for the first time after being Facebook friends for so many years. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, the universe has been good to me. But Beyonce's back, you know, having a, having a good time last night. Um, starting overseas and then coming over here at some point where we are loud and niggerish. Um, but you know who's not having a good time? So, <laughs> before I go to the lovers and friends, right? I'm going to back it up. I think you know where I'm going with this. Oh, boy. I really want Usher, Usher, please surround yourself with artists of your of your age. Like, um, here's the thing: you just, you know, you just gotta learn. So, Usher. So last what Friday? Last last week. Huh. Cinco de Mayo. Oh, okay. Was CB's birthday. Mm-hmm. Usher decides to throw CB. And for those who are on the slow bus, I mean Chris Brown. Usher throws CB a birthday party at a skating rink. Nothing good goes down at the skating rink. But I digress. <laughs> so there are like other celebrities there. Tiana Taylor is there. Allegedly, what went down after they sang Happy Birthday to Chris Brown, Chris Brown was trying to talk to Tiana Taylor and um, eventually got mad disrespectful, to which Usher, being so chivalrous and so smooth, tried to defuse the situation. CB removes himself from the venue and goes to the tour bus. Usher follows CB to the tour bus. Same tour bus where CB's goons and his his uh, self-medicating tools. You see my air quotes. Um, mm-hmm. And they say that Usher got jumped. That Usher got a broken nose, a bruised lip, a, a, a whatever. So, my thing is this. Well, damn, you heard something different. <laughs> here's, here's the thing, Christ. right? Like, <laughs> to fight Drake, I understand. And I'm being very loose with that word, understand. With Frank Ocean, uh, but to jump Usher, why? You know, like, so non-problematic, so smooth, so cool. Really has like one of the best catalogs. Doesn't really bother anybody. Doesn't really get involved in a lot of mess. Maybe his name gets dragged into some mess. But it's like, why Usher? And then I look at Usher and I'm like, you don't know any. You don't know better. And you know Tiana Taylor. Um, you know, they've been 10 toes down since they were teenagers. She, you know, fell on the sword for Chris Brown over the Rihanna thing, you know, cape and form or whatever. Um, any words? So, 
what what I heard allegedly was he was upset because she not because she was there because while she was there she didn't speak so he went to go talk to her and ask her about I guess what happened with the AMA performance you remember the Michael Jackson tribute Right. Yes. Oh, apparently, allegedly, she was the creative director for this performance. And I don't know whatever it was that went wrong. Allegedly, they hadn't really spoken since then. Um, I don't know. And that didn't really say, like, what words was exactly exchanged. But the video that they ended up having was when Usha kind of, like, intervened. And... um they said that he asked Usher for her to leave and was like, fuck her or whatever. And then that's when he left. Um, from the video that Usher ended up posting like the day after, like clearly his nose wasn't broken. Um, they did say he had a bloody nose, but his nose wasn't broken. Um, He's performing hard as fuck at Lovers and Friends. Yeah, that like I said, they did say like he left, Asha came out, whatever, and they had like a verbal altercation that resulted in him getting jumped or whatever. Um, but then it was like when the, the lovers and friends came up and you, you know, breezy performing and Tiana like on the side, you know, jamming to his music, whatever the case like the fact that they're not saying anything. Like it makes you wonder if it was as serious as people said it was. They clearly had some type of exchange, but whether it was what people made it seem to be, I I don't know. Um, Whatever it was, they ain't saying shit. So yeah, because then you had the the video. Of whatever happened backstage. And lovers and, and friends. Yeah, which was during Missy's set, I believe. Who tore it up, and by the way? So. He said, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was saying I'm he. Missy, when, I got excited. Yeah, he kind of commented or whatever, like, y'all really doing too much, pushing this narrative. Like, there was no altercation. He said, it was some people, I guess some people was coming backstage. Something happened or whatever. People weren't supposed to be around there, whatever. And his child was there. And he was trying to prevent them from getting his kid. And I think from anybody's perspective of people who have kids, y'all understand how that shit go. But he said, like, it wasn't no altercation or no shit like that. So, ow. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we might not be getting our verses though, which kind of sucks. Speaking of verses, I'll piggyback to that when you finish. <laughs> so, Lovers and Friends in general, right, is one of those events where you get a nice mix of people and you really can have a conversation around what it means to be a performer. And who should hang it up like a flat screen? Um, 
And I think I know where you're about to go with this. Missy Elliott. Oh. Shout out yeah. to Missy Elliott for being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, by the way. She looked good. Outfit. I need that outfit, too. And clip for her. She's so dope. Mariah did well. Like, Mariah did well. I think Mary J. Blige was there. I think. So, Ari Lennox did really well. Mike was on. I love her. Um... Um don't don't do my girl like this. Oh, 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 <laughs> Please don't do my girl like this. Oh. 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 You know, I really want to try to go up for this girl. I do. Like Leave her music, alone. <laughs> music. The studio work. Banging. You know, I really I really remain ten toes down with the fact that she got entirely snubbed at the Grammys. Yeah, she definitely did. Fourth baby mama. When that song, when that sample come in, <laughs> I gotta roll all my windows up. Get my lung capacity together and really go in. Like I got a nigga pregnant or something. But anyway, um, but baby, <laughs> what in the PowerPoint presentation was that? Have you seen the video for that song? Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> hold, that thought, hold that thought. Hold that thought. I'm um we'll be back after these messages. Mm-hmm. Summer walk what was that, boo? Like, you look good. But you just had the baby you look good. But girl, what was this? <sighs> you ever seen like any of her other performances? And have you ever seen the music video for that song? No. Okay. I'm gonna need you to go look at the music video for that. Why? Song. Is it is it gonna help the case? No, it's going to show you that that is what she does. Like, listen. Like she, as a person who has social anxiety myself, like you know, I'm more comfortable around my people than I am around them other fucking humans. Like, I don't like large crowds of people. Like, so if you've ever seen any of her other performances, this is what she does. Be happy she wasn't sitting down. Because her, like, when she went on tour, her concerts was like an intimate setting type thing of her sitting down on a stool and singing her shit. She does not give show. She gives voice. <laughs> That's about You saw when she performed on BZ? What was it? What, them fucking BZ Awards? The Soul Train Awards. Was it the Soul Train Awards? I don't know. Whatever the one she sung the song with Ari Lennox. Yeah, it was like, Soul Train. Um, same thing. Too. Same thing. Well, that okay, here's the thing. I wasn't expecting does. her to do like <clears throat> a Velvet Rope if Janet Jackson type of type of thing. And even like Janet Jackson now type of thing. Where it's like it's it's out there in your face. Ugh. 
It's almost like she dialed it in. But you know, I if, if like, like I'll put it to you like, oh listen, I like I love her music. I love her music. I I'm not gonna lie, the the show that she had put on, the sets that I saw was like my type of vibe. Real chill, laid back, smoke, you feel me? Snap fingers type shit. You know me. I'm like, I'm not the 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 splashing lights and rowdy. That's not my scene. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but I've also seen her other performances. I don't depending on the pricing of the tickets, I don't know if I would spend my money to go to that if I'm looking for a specific type of show. You kind of gotta understand what the fuck you signed up for. <laughs> when you be buying people tickets, you kind of know what it is that you won't get. She did not do anything that I did not expect her to do. It's even in the video for the song, she like laid out on the car, just singing, and she chill and dance. I should just dancing all around, all over the place. Like yeah, <laughs> well, he, the way he was dancing behind um, Eric Lennox, he was giving very much Gator. I was like, you were doing a little bit too much for this song that she know. She, oh my goodness! But yeah, I, I mean, poor thing. I get it, but. <laughs> <laughs> she gave y'all what she been giving y'all this entire time. Just be happy that y'all was able to get a whole bunch of other people too. Regardless of my opinion, I'm still looking forward to Clear Part Two or the next Clear EP. I know she won't snatch my wig. <laughs> Cause let me tell you, um, put it on my grave, nigga. That's my shit. Mm. Listen. <laughs> Clear, I mean, uh, Grave, and um, what's another one on there? Um, shit. I, oh, is it Wasted? Wasted. Bam. Mm. Whoo! You know, sometimes she gives me, like, Southern Hummingbird tweet tease with, with some of her stuff. I'm like, look, please stop cutting me like a fish like this. Yeah. Oh, she's a fucking vibe. Oh. She is. She's I know. A vibe. Um. So you know, good for Usher to rebound. You know, Usher was in Atlanta recently doing something with La Reid. Um, and I know this because a guy that I went to high school with um is in radio up here in in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Calson. Um, I think 92Q or something. Mm-hmm. Um, tall dude with dreads. He goes by Urban Informer on Instagram. And I saw that he was down there and Usher was in the yellow and the, which I don't know how I feel about Usher being in, you know, clothes four times too big. Out here looking like, I fucking love it. <laughs> You're such a fucking hoe. <laughs> I love it. You're <laughs> looking like a Pee Wee Playhouse character. I live. I... Um, no, but you know, Usher, <clears throat> hang in there, bro. Start hanging out with dudes around your age that are not R. Kelly or P. Diddy. Um, because hanging out with Gator 2.0 is not it. Like you singing happy birthday to the man, he can barely stand still. 
And I really want Chris Brown to get himself together because it's just not looking too well. Moving on. Speaking uh, of Diddy. Speaking, listen, that that image of him in the pool with, um, I think that was Raz B. What image of him in the pool with Raz B? <laughs> it was one of the light-skinned dudes. They in swim trunks. It looked like it's nighttime. When was this? Did he look like he got um see it was so it was circulating on Twitter because people want to try to get us to convince us that Diddy is attractive. Like he can be, but not this particular image. Oh my god. Uh wow. let me pull it up, let me pull it up. Diddy attractive. I mean, he ate at the Met Gala. He did. Um, so, all right. Well, they they cropped the other person out, but <laughs> no, like no way. Can I send it? You want me to send it to your iPad? It made a it. Where is it at? It's on Twitter. Send it to my um text it to me on my phone. Oh, well, shit. (laughs) Oh, I meant to ask you if you saw this. I was like, well, so it would behoove, it would behoove I should have just kind of Start hanging out with like Joe and Stokely or somebody. Like he looked fucked up in this picture. Drunk as fuck. Like he is fucked up in that picture. And it is not attractive. But okay. Do you know what that is that I just sent you? I mean, if you go and jump somebody, and it's like a prince, it's based on principle and karma and stuff. You got to mm. be able to to learn how to like fuck some people up. You know what I mean? You can't be eye for an eye, and it's an eye patch on one of the eyes. You know what I'm saying? Um, yes, I had to read the thing, and I forgot, and I almost forgot. And they shouldn't be out here comfortable. Just like those people that let that dude down. Um, so for for context, because I forget y'all can't see this shit. Um, my lovely guest today, the abstract Sagittarius, just sent me video footage of Shinquilla Robertson's killers being jumped in North Carolina. But mm-hmm. the thing about it is, the people that jumped them couldn't fight for shit. <laughs> that's the gag um but this is the perfect segue to like later items i still didn't get back to the baby face thing which i will um when it comes to like now i don't normally go up for like vigilanteism and and stuff like that but there's mm. that 
couple of rare cases where that has to happen. Um, Shanquilla Robinson's killers are one. All six or seven of them hoes. Dudes too. And the people that allowed that white guy to strangle and kill that that black guy on that subway car mm-hmm. in New York City. Um, so, you know what, girl? Your time can just be everything, you know? <laughs> I really was going to save that for later, but here we are. So, Jordan Neely was the name of the black guy, popular, well-known subway performer in New York City who had a an episode on the subway not too long ago. For asking for food and water. Asking for food and water. Was he yelling? Probably. Was he aggressive? Maybe. Still unarmed, right? Now, anybody, I want to say everybody that's anybody has, has been to New York City has to, has been to any major city, has been on the subway, has come across a homeless person, a person that's hungry, a person that's thirsty. You ride the subway just fine. You get off the subway. You get off the bus just fine. No big deal. Sure, are they are they bothersome? Are they irritating? Annoying? Yes. Here's where we continue to fuck up the game. This white guy, Daniel Penny. Oh yeah, we dropping names by this point because it's already over so all over social media, but we're dropping names. Daniel Penny, former Marine, and he looked crazier than Jordan Neely, quiet as his cup, decides to not only attack this this unarmed black guy, but put him into a chokehold. We are not that far removed from George Floyd. Yep. Not that far removed from other instances of police brutality where the chokehold is administered like within seconds or minutes of an interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what happened to Jordan Neely at the hands of Daniel uh, Penny. But here's the thing. Daniel Penny had Jordan Neely in a chokehold for up to 15 minutes. Now, to the people out there that were in the comment section when this Twitter, when this video made Twitter and everything, wanted to be like, internet scientists and internet biologists or, you know, anatomy doctors and shit like that talking about, oh, well, you know, it, it only takes two to five minutes and, you know, just trying to like fill in stuff. And it's like, regardless of how long it takes, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. Now, not only did I see the video, I also saw um, the news report. Um, I'm, I'm gonna talk about that soon too. Oh, uh, <laughs> um, I saw the news report. 
you know, the news channel up there in New York City interviewed the other people that were in the video and other witnesses that were on the subway car that allowed this to go on. Nobody intervened. Nobody, like, physically pulled Daniel Penny off of Jordan Neely. If anything, people were continuing to restrain Jordan Neely well after this man started screaming and saying he couldn't breathe. So I'm going to say this, that Jordan Neely's blood is on everybody's hands on that subway car, especially Daniel Penny. Like, you all can agree that he was, that Jordan Neely was this, was that, but he wasn't attacking anybody, didn't have a weapon, didn't lunge on anybody. The man was hungry and thirsty and was clearly going through a mental health episode. But then, yet and again, we have white people out here that want to be the hero. Anything you want to add? I just want to know when did it get to a point where somebody asking for food and water became a threat? Like, what, what, what about those words? Because witnesses, from what I saw, witnesses said he wasn't aggressive. He wasn't confrontational. He wasn't harassing anybody. He was just having an episode clearly, which is something that they said they've seen before. He so somebody people are from they're familiar with him. Right. Yet nobody has ever made a complaint about him. Nobody's ever accused him of being aggressive, but they understood he had a condition and this is what he loved to do. So let him do it. What was it about this situation that gave you the okay to say, I'm going to put you in a chokehold? There's nothing that you can say that will validate why you did it. And nothing about anybody asking for food and water, whether you believe they deserved it or not, should result in you wanting to put your body and wrap around this person to the point that they end up losing their life. Is what the fuck is going on with people and the audacity of thinking that you have the right to have a choice to determine whether or not somebody who's asking for basic fucking necessities deserves to still live to get them. You basically said he didn't deserve to have food and water. Or just inconvenience you. Or right. or or, or the sound of his voice irritates you. Like you not only like physically assaulted somebody by even taking it to that point, but you killed somebody. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that the cop, you got to get up, walk off the subway car, talk to the cops for probably less than 10 minutes, and go to fuck home. They didn't keep you. They didn't take you to holding. They didn't um, interrogate you for five or six hours like they do us. You got to get up with your ramen noodle hair and your psychotic looking face and go home and go to sleep. 
This is America. And you know, it's just it's just wow. And then when people go down to that same subway station and through the subway network and protest directly on the tracks. People want to fuck that up. And it's just like, no. Like, it should not, we should not be setting a new precedence each year where people, privileged white people are allowed because they're inconvenient or uncomfortable or irritated can physically assault and ultimately kill another person. Like, if he was bothering you that much, get off the subway train. Or call the authorities. No one's no one's forcing you. That's the thing. Like, you're out in public, nobody's forcing you to stay. Yet and still this ego and this pride and this uh this thing that comes with wanting to be the hero and wanting to be the main character is causing a lot of fucked up shit to happen. And for him not to, for Daniel Penny, I'm going to keep saying his name, to not face any repercussions opens the door for other people that look like him to continue to physically assault and ultimately kill people that look like us and get to go home at the end of the day. Yeah, I do believe he was charged. Well, his daddy is a, um, a lawyer or a judge, so we'll see how far that goes. Yeah, he's supposed to face manslaughter charges. He surrendered to the police. This was four hours ago. Oh. Well, white privilege will make sure he, he only has to sneeze at it and it will go away. Um, so that's the serious point of this episode. Can we get back to some mess? Um, I need to cleanse my palate, my mental palate, and talk about some mess. Um, I mentioned Babyface earlier. Uh, <laughs> Poor baby. Like, and this is his, this is probably like this is not his first time working with her or trying to work with her. So up in Newark, New Jersey this week, um, Anita Baker had a, a tour a stop on her tour. I thought she was just in Vegas or whatever. Um Babyface and his band are also on the bill. Babyface, I believe, is was supposed to open for her. Mm. The Prudential Stadium or something. He, Babyface and his band were told that they couldn't perform, that Miss Anita Baker needed time and space to perform her set in its entirety. Here's the gag, though. <laughs> All right. Well, let me, let me, you know, I'll save the gag for later. He, so Babyface goes to social media to share with Apologize us. Apologize to the fans. 
apologize to the fans and share with us. Mm. This this is where I remain tickled to the to this day <laughs> over this. God bless Stephanie Mills. <laughs> Baby, when I tell you there is an auntie that gives not one single fuck about the next like contemporary or the ones that come after her is Stephanie Mills. And the well Stephanie Mills is one and you know Shaka Khan damn sure is the the one. But Stephanie Mills the first comment under his post and I'm gonna pull it up and I'm gonna read it. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend said, we have got to do better than this. I'm saddened by the fact that you have to make this statement. One would think as older artists who we consider iconic and or legendary, we should treat each other with respect and dignity. Babyface, we can tour together. Now, for those of us not on Hooked on Phonics, I talk the shade. Stephanie Mills is so good at Telling us what we need to be told without actually telling us. So <laughs> it's clear to me that Stephanie Mills has had some run-ins with Anita Baker that were not favorable. But yeah. also, like Stephanie Mills has had run-ins with other females around in her age group that have not been favorable. Right. Really? So, yeah, so she went by the Breakfast Club. I don't know which visit it was. It wasn't recent. This yeah, was, I did see somebody had posted a clip in there, and I never seen it, but this was I'm going to have to go back and look at it and see whatever you're about to say here, so spill it. This, this was pre-pandemic. She said um, there was an uh, actress singer back in the day. Um, that was either saying stuff or like getting in people's ears. Um, when Stephanie Mills, I think, was um, was trying to get in the film or get on some TV show or movie or something, mm-hmm. um, and she it she didn't drop a lot of hints, but. I think it was something tied to Soul Food, the movie, mm-hmm. or a. Uh, so I, I sat back and I was like, "Is she talking about Vanessa Williams?" Mm-hmm. So, you, hey, look, we hear the RFU's podcast. Love tea being spilled. Um. And we especially love it when it's like crafty, like Stephanie Mills knows what she's doing and she Mm -hmm. gives not one single fuck about who, you know, so this comment right here gave me everything I needed. And here's the thing, like Anita Baker has a reputation for being very difficult, Mm -hmm. very difficult. Um, and this goes back to her rapture heyday, like, and probably even earlier than that, um, to the point to where even interviews she's had back then, 
people were asking her, you know, well, you know, it's it's word around you know, on the curb or around town or whatever in the industry is that you're known to be very difficult. And, you know, Anita Baker goes into this whole thing about, well, when you're black and when you're a woman and, you know, you're leading this and you're working with people and it's your name and all this other stuff, you know, very PC. And I was just like, okay, I kind of get it, but it's like, you've rubbed Luther Vandross the wrong way. You've, and this is the thing, like you're opening for these people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like you're relatively new, even though you're, you're selling a lot of records or whatever, You've rubbed Luther Vandross the wrong way. I think Cheryl Lynn is too through. <laughs> mm. Stephanie Bills gives not one single fuck. Um, and it's like the call's coming from inside the house. So Babyface and Anita Baker have history. When she before she dropped, she had one more album um, she did like in the early 2000s that she dropped. But I I think it was before that, or maybe even after that, they tried to work together on new music. Mm-hmm. And it just did not pan out. Mm. Um, and I don't, you know, it's hard for me to pick a side if I had to because it's like, you know, it's baby face. You know what I mean? Like, everything he even thinks of writing or producing just blows up in a major way. And, you know, it's like, it's. I know it's definitely an ego thing, and that's not uncommon, but it's like... We still don't know why you left Electra Records and try and like tried to make it happen somewhere else and it just never happened. Mm. And then, you know, it's not uncommon for, you know, people from the eighties that made it big to kind of make a comeback look at Sade. But it's like you haven't had any new music in a long while. And even when you covered that Tyree song, nothing else came from out of that. So it's like, what's keeping her from having new music? And you haven't had a proper album in almost 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, the gag is, you know, they... You know, a lot of people were like, well, don't blame Anita Baker. It was the venue. It was probably something technical. But it's like people that were actually at the show mm-hmm. said she kept people waiting for two hours before she two came hours. out. Yeah, he could have did his set then. Right. So, <sighs> that shit crazy. And fucked up. <sighs> Whether you're like Frank Ocean and, you know, you release shit like every eight years and do a piss poor job or you're Anita Baker where you, you have all the goods, but professionally you just give this appearance like you're bigger than you actually are. And it's it's sad because it's like 
there aren't too many of them left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and you you did really well. You did good enough in Las Vegas, and you know this is supposed to be like your last hurrah before you retire. Retire, and it's like it kind of turns people off to your music that's already out there. Yeah. I just hope she she gets it together for Mother's Day in Baltimore because you know. We give not one single fucking Baltimore. Um, and it's just like the ticket price. Like, you doing all this for the ticket price? You making us wait for two hours, girl? We got work the next day. <laughs> it's like the mm-hmm. aunties and the uncles are fighting. It's like when you go to the family dinner and the house is packed and you in the kitchen making your plate. And there's some commotion in the in the room right in front of you. And mm-hmm. you stop and you like, this is a mess. Baby face is just too cool for me. Just too cool. Yeah. Just too cool. Like it. Mm-mm. I probably wouldn't have said anything because it's like I don't want my name attached to this mess. <laughs> Like, I actually been working the past 40 years. Like, that man still works, still writes, still produces, (laughs) and still sounds good. And got hits. Like, a lot of solo hits. So, please. I'm sure to him it was just a favor. But it's like for him to try to work with her a second time or however many times at this point and for her to shit on that. And then on top of that, Keep people waiting for two hours. Like, Miss, you ain't had a hit since Clinton was president. Like, stop it. (laughs) Better go back to Detroit and leave us alone. The shit out here is high. Yeah. Gas is high. Groceries is high. One of us is probably high. But... All the time. Uh, won't he do it? <laughs> <laughs> won't he do it? But the aunties and uncles are fighting, and it's it's a damn mess. It's like, again, you gotta you gotta keep yourself surrounded by good company, good professional company, people that are not on some shit, people that are not on some ego. Like, I'm this, and you'll just have to wait. Moving along. So, remind me to tell you the story I should have told you like four months ago. Um, Oh, gosh. So, this isn't the story, but I'm I'm a. We, I, I did something earlier this week on Twitter that apparently blew people up. And I was just repeating what I saw on another tweet. So Mm. people, somebody had the audacity to say that Janet has the, I can't even get the strength to say the rest. Janet has the better catalog over Michael Jackson. And then on top of that, 
people, most of the retweets, and this mm. thing went international because people were retweeting in a language I couldn't understand. There were people agreeing with the statement, and I said to myself, it must it must be lead in whatever y'all are drinking. Like everybody, you know, people reference Velvet Rope more, and I'm just like, please, <laughs> please. <sighs> like Michael Jackson, breathe or sneeze. This whole entire city is going to be crowded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. You know, people are like, oh, you shouldn't pit brother against... It's like, look, this isn't even a family thing. This is... Artist versus artist. Right. Um, so, yeah, they had the whole bird app in a tizzy. And I'm like, it, this is one of those things where it's just like, it must be the lead because... <laughs> it must be the lead, it must be the opioids, it must be... It must be fentanyl and y'all Kool-Aid or something for y'all to even come to this conclusion. Um, Because longevity alone, multiple decades, the Super Bowl, um, Moonwalker. I'm not even talking about the Jackson 5 or the Jacksons yet. Um, I haven't even got anywhere near Thriller or Bad. Like, people wanted to be like, oh, his stuff is dated and corny, but please, like, you will not. Um, I'm telling you, it must be the letter of fentanyl, these kids today. So, dated and corny. Um, right. How long he been dead? Almost 15 years. Oh, okay. Um, Still so, <laughs> I hate people. <laughs> still, still on the Billboard chart somewhere. Like, like he sells like thousands every week. But y'all are just on this high because she's on tour right now, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, she y'all wouldn't give a fuck about Janet if it wasn't for the fact that she knew somebody was smoking in that damn concert and wiggling her shoulders. Otherwise, she wouldn't be a topic of the conversation right now. And I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. I can't hear it. Oh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, smoking up in here. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, hmm, people got too much shit on their um, too much time on their hands for some of the shit they be trying to debate about. I've said it a thousand times. I'll say it again. Yeah, I should go outside and touch a blade of grass. <laughs> so, I think it's time that we talk about a couple of things. After these messages, we'll be right back. (laughs) Spreading Gibbs. 
I am weak. Oh, I am weak. I am weak. I am weak. Oh, (laughs) over on Twitter is so creative. The floor is all yours. I'm gonna jump in here and there, but the floor is all yours. Please talk to the people about (laughs) about spready camps. Did she drop the picture of it? Did she post the picture? Oh, but she got a follow out of me. Look, fit mommy, you got a follow oh. out of me. Um, you know, I don't really dabble in the meat curtains like that, but you got a follow out of a follower out of me. Do she uh, have a meat curtain? I swear though, like after leaving that long ass thread, oh, like, this girl God. cannot be too bright. It's so <laughs> please share with the class. What's this what's her name again? Cause you fit, sent me this shit, and I was like, "Yo, really?" Fit mommy, but she doesn't spell it mommy like M O M M Y. It's M A M I. Yeah. Okay. And she do porn, right? Yes. Okay. Which I didn't know. Anyway, well, she she was she an OnlyFans chick or? See, I don't you know? I don't know if she's OnlyFans or she started with bra- brazers and all that. I don't know. Well, but I, okay. Well, we I know she, she do porn. Yes. And. She posted this thread um, because for a period of time, she was in a relationship with Freddie Gates. Who is um, a rapper, um, really good rapper. He's a he dope rapper. Alfredo like, album. Classic. Definitely dope. He also was on... Um, He's on Force, the Tommy book for the Tommy series from Power. He's on there, and there's something else he was on not too long ago. He's like he's been dabbling in acting and shit too as of lately. Like so, like, just to give out some context, who he is? He a fucking idiot, but <laughs> he and we'll get to that dope. soon. He a dope artist. I mean, she an idiot too, but whatever. All right, so. When I tell you wearing a helmet, I swear. She started off, you know, talking about their relationship. And they were apparently in a relationship when he got jumped in Buffalo when he was performing there. And she was in the altercation with him. Um, But she started to explain about... Oh, the fuckery of it all. Basically, her narrative is he got her pregnant and ghosted her, right? So, within this thread, she is explaining the chain of events of their relationship leading up to him ghosting her. (laughs) Which I need the people to explain to me what the fuck does ghost actually mean now? Because... (laughs) I'm going to get to that. So. She's basically saying like they had all of these little lavish conversations, which I mean, she dropped receipts with text messages of, oh, I love you. And I want you to be my wife and we're going to have a baby and I'm going to name the pen- name. We're going to name him Penny, like Penny Hardaway. 
blah, 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 this, that, and the third, and so forth. But the interesting aspect is whenever he referred to the reason why he loved her, basically resulted in as, you know, Mr. Foxy would say, her meat curtain. Um, <laughs> and how it <laughs> not clutching your pearls. <laughs> but, um, and when she announced to him that she was pregnant, which was in like, what, November or something like that, she basically apologized to him and said she felt bad. Like, neither one of them in that moment sounded like it was something that was actually planned, regardless of whatever bullshit that they were saying to each other beforehand. Um, they had a conversation about it. You know, he told her that he had some thinking to do. And when they got together, he explained how he felt about the situation. Whereas he didn't really want the kid, but if she decided to keep it one way or another, he was going to be there for her. Um, in which she expressed that if I get rid of the baby, then we can no longer be together. And they kind of left on a mutual agreement of, okay, well, you're getting, you're going to get rid of the baby and we're not going to be in a relationship to which she turned his phone off because she was paying a phone bill and then was like, I ain't heard from him since then. Yeah, because you turned the phone off. You turned the phone off. But also, (coughs) you didn't block him. You didn't, like, you didn't do any of that. Like, I don't know about nobody else, but if I'm paying your phone bill and I turn your shit off, that means that I don't want to have any type of contact with you in any way, shape, or form. So, like, regardless, whatever way you look at it, both of y'all are fucked up in this situation because I can't imagine telling somebody that I want to have a baby and we going to talk about baby names and all this other shit like that, whatever. Then when shit get real, when real life kick in, it's like, oh, shit, y'all like a dead headlights and don't know what the fuck to do on y'all. Which way do we go, George, type shit. And the fact that you took a nigga who the only way that he refers to you on why he loves you is because of how you fucking suck him and you expected him to (laughs) be something other than what he actually showed you that he was. Like, he don't even refer to you by your name. He referred to you as bitch and you refer to him back as bitch too. So there's only a certain level of, like, respect and realism in this situation that this shit was not going to be a fuck-ass situation in the first place. I don't know why anybody expected anything to be different, but the reality is is when you made the announcement, I can't imagine if it's something that I'm planned, that I planned and that we were actively involved in talking about, that I'm going to say I'm sorry and I feel bad for what I did. What are we talking about right now? fuck are you sorry for so and 
I don't even think that his communication, it was different, but I don't think that it was non-engaging or he dismissed you or anything of that nature. Like he, you asked him a question and he told you how he felt. You may not have liked the response. That's okay. But he told you how he felt and you told him how you felt also. And y'all came to an agreement. And you acted on that agreement. And to me, that says that you didn't want to hear from him anymore. Or instead of, if you was looking for a level of communication, then maybe you could have just said, Ben, that we not in a relationship no more. I'm going to have to get rid of this phone. Like, you turned the shit off. And so you moved petty, in my opinion. Like, if. It don't take nothing to tell somebody like you gonna have to find another way to communicate. I'm 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 removing this access to you because it's it's on my back and we're not together no more. So I wouldn't necessarily say that he ghosted you. I feel like y'all both said fuck each other <laughs> and, and went on about your business. And now you kind of want to put more on the situation for sympathy than like. Yo, in order for you to explain what you were going through and the fact that another nigga had your chain, you had to post your titties, like, to bring attention to the chain. You going to sit here and tell me that in a, in a moment of you looking for sympathy for your situation, you couldn't find a way to show the chain with your clothes on? You was promoting yourself in the midst of this shit. I, I saved the pic, by the way. You, I know beautiful, you beautiful titties. Just, oh. Just, I mean. It's beautiful. Big ass areolas. But beautiful oh titties. Lord. Just, wow. Wow. I told She's my homeboy, Kirk, I was like, look. Um, is motorboating an Olympic sport? I hate you. Moving on. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I don't know if he responded. Did he respond to her? Like, did he acknowledge? I don't think Any so. of it? Well, ultimately, she ended up like making a threat of <laughs> a picture <laughs> that she allegedly has of him. Yeah. Wide gaping hole. Hashtag spread. Yes. And that's the rundown. Thank you for that beautiful rundown, Abstract Sagittarius. <laughs> we hear that our few podcasts are still in shambles over that nickname. And, you know, I don't really go for academics like that, but he got a good one with this one. Listen. I mean, the, it, the interview looked like it was taken in the back of the bait bus, but that's another story. Um, you know, them two can't stand each other, right? Yes. <laughs> so, you knew it, it, between him and Benny, was <laughs> I'm gonna need DJ Academics to focus on his situation with his ex girlfriend, and also I'm gonna need Freddie Gibbs to kind of move differently because how you 40 years old and don't have a cell phone in your name? How you 40 years old and you you a fool? Like you went on IG talking about oh you know it's uh with your chain dangling looking like Junebug from I'm gonna get you sucked up by I don't know man you know it's promotion don't believe the I blah 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 <laughs> sir 
I'm gonna need you to shut your IG down because they're calling you Spready Gibbs and I am living. I mean, she need to just drop the pick. Drop the pick. Because me and my homeboy Lou Cypher over at uh, Hell's Around the Corner need to see the footage. Yeah, drop the drop the pick. Because, I mean, he low-key kind of fine. He's stupid as fuck, but he low-key kind of fine. And that photo of her squaring, her squaring up with the dude down at the restaurant while, <laughs> <laughs> while Spready Gibbs is getting jumped in the background Listen. needs to hang. That photo needs to hang in the Louvre. I'm just saying. Mm-mm-mm. Today. Because you out here looking like Laura Croft from the back. Or, um... Fight for my city, the Def Jam game. <laughs> so, moral of the story is of the I Refuse podcast is no matter how many times, how long a man tells you he wants you to have his kids, don't. Especially if y'all are just dating or in a relationship. Especially if he's a rapper. Because my theory is this. He probably went home before he went on tour, got around his his aunties and his mother and his grandmother, and they was like, baby, she a porn star. You sure you want kids with a porn star? I'm just saying. He came back and changed or, his name. Or you trying to expose the baby mother for cussing your goofy ass out without posting what you said. Like, I'm going to just post here a string of random ass things that she's saying to you. Like, she's clearly responding to some shit, not going on a rant because it's not a cohesive rant. And none of it is. You deleting <laughs> the shit that you said. Like, how old are we? If you listen, I'm going to tell y'all something. If you have any intentions on outing some shit, Make sure that you stand in the shit that you did too. <laughs> like, don't just put the other person out there and try to make it seem like because that's that shit blows up in your face. Like, if you adamant about the fact that your situation is as fucked up as it is, or you write about whatever it is that you're trying to prove, what did you do? What did you say? Like, so the fact that you felt like you had to delete shit. In order to push whatever narrative that you're trying to push or prove whatever point, show some shady shit right there. So, and like I said, y'all both fucking idiots. I'm just saying. Y'all low key deserve each other because no nobody out here wants y'all. Um, but still, drop the pick. Yeah, drop the pick. Yeah, well, can't get them all. So, before we get up out of here, I want to clarify my earlier piece about Jamie Foxx. So, his daughter, Corinne, has come out and said that despite the narratives, her father has been out of the hospital for weeks, and he is up. He's even to the point that he's even played around a pickleball uh, this like past Thursday, so um, Love B. Scott need to retract that story. TMZ need to Wait retract a that story. So you um, mean to tell about me about him being in the ICU? 
So he's been home for weeks, but they still sit because Torre just put out something a couple hours ago saying that he in the ICU and things aren't looking good. So they got people. This was just two hours ago. At this point, I need photos. Okay, and now, so yeah, 28 minutes ago. TMZ always, yeah, got you. So before we get up out of here, I I should have been told you this four or five months ago. We're going to play a game of charades, right? So, Oh, God, you know I'm not good at charades. You can see me. I can see you, yes, I can. You can see me and hear me. I'm going to just drop a couple of, (laughs) all right. So think back to when I told you um, that someone we used to work with used to have a boyfriend. Um, at the time, they were they had been together for about six years since high mm-hmm. school. At the time that you and I worked together, don't say the names, but I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking and you can figure it out. Okay. When we used to be in the mailroom together, this girl used to be with this guy um, since high school, so a long time. Um, she wasn't down there all the time, like, but when she was down there, she would be working or whatever, and he would come down and see her. Um, during that time, I um, I commented on one of his photos on Facebook, and she came to me about it. They they both went to college, um, the same college that I graduated from, more recent. Um, she used to always wear those um, those thigh high boots, and with the pants tucked in, and Miss Sharonda would always make fun of her walk. Um, the girls mixed. The dude's white. Um, so recently, so so last year. Um, oh, okay, so, okay, okay. So okay, last okay, year, okay, okay, okay. You got it. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I can't think of her name, but I know I can see both of their faces. Okay. So they've they've long been over. Hmm. Uh, she she's with another dude not not black but white mm-hmm. of course she is he he went on to be with this girl that's na- that's native from another country um i don't know how long they have been together they got married at some he point uh yeah probably She's okay. she's not like mixed, but I think she's like Spanish or something or whatever. So mm. last fall, they um I think he said he realized that she was she's using them for a green card. Um mm. I can't believe we're still doing that, but you know, scamming season doesn't have a day off. Um twenty one savage date. Oop. Um so they they got they got to the road to divorce last October, officially divorced, but they still hang out. All right, so mm. he reaches out to me, and this was um, 
I think I was in Chicago by this point mm-hmm. with this idea that the two of us go hit the bars or try to look for a freak that's down the fuck. Um, and you know, me being a good, I guess, support person's like, let me see what I can do. As in like a wingman or a threesome? Uh, I think a threesome. Would you do? Yes. He know you? <laughs> you know, we had this conversation do. before. So, <laughs> you. So here's the thing. Anything's possible. Really? I'm not, I'm not a thousand percent gay. I'll try it out. Really? Oh, we're going to have to find you somebody. I'm here for this. So, here's here's my angle, though. This is why mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in it to win it. Mm-hmm. Because I low-key want to see him naked. Okay. But that's that's what I'm in it for. So, and if and of course, nothing's going to happen between the two of us, but just being in the room watching him in motion is enough for Is me. enough for you. So, but he's also pretty cool. So mm. that's what I'm in it for. But that that was like my homework assignment at the top of this year. It was just like, let me see what I can do. Mm. Um, he, he keeps bringing it up, but not, there's nothing... There was this one time recently, but I what I did is I set up a um I try to set up like a joint tender thing where it's like both of our pictures in there. But mm. most of the people that have been responding are other dudes. Mm. Even though I say in the thing, like we're both here looking for a freak to fuck. Mm. So at some point recently there was an opportunity, but I just got home. And the girl that he wanted to go see was all the way up in Hartford County. Mm. I'm like, dude, no. And it's late. So the most recent update is that he looped in another person you and I used to work with in the mailroom who's married. Not to fuck the uh, abroad or whatever, but to just bar hop. And Mm. His idea was that because this third person is the more attractive of the three of us and more physically fit, he Mm. could possibly get more girls to come over and we can do whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, well, let's try to, let's, if we're going to do this, let's go to Federal Hill where it's like mad females. Mm -hmm. It's like, you live all the way out in the county. I don't know how Mm -hmm. this is going to work, but... I suggested because I'm an anytime, any place kind of person. Like, mm-hmm. let's just and we not and you you're not going to shell out shit for a hotel room, so why not? Right. So the third person, and I'm going to drop more hints. Follow me. Mm-hmm. It's a dude that we both used to work with in the mailroom. 
from time to time, he and I would like crack on each other. He mumbles a lot. Can't really make out what he's saying. Um, I think he's half Mexican. And you and I joked him on joked about him on that. He has two first names. Two first names. That's that so familiar. His first name and his last name could be two first names. I'm gonna need you to text it to me. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be so fun. I'm I'm texting it to your phone right now. Oh, uh, uh, oh! Now, mind you, this third person is not—we're not having him join. We're just using him as a decoy to get the women. To, that's the plan. Okay. I have a question. He's, he's he's game to come hang out and stuff, but as far as the is action, he bisexual? Who? That person. No, I don't think so. You sure? I'm not sure. I like. I don't know. I was told. Wow. What tea? I was told. I I don't know who, but I was told that he was. Oh. But I also was told that he was by somebody that he told me was crazy. So <laughs> I don't know Child. if this is something that she formulated in her mind because. She she's crazy for real. Oh, we love workplace tea. You ain't gotta drop names, but so she's this is where we are. Too. Oh, she's working in Maryland too. I can't think. Oh my god, what the fuck is her name? I can see. Was she over where name. we were? Um, she was in FRC. Oh, in the back. Mm-hmm. Oh 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 um, behind those double doors. Mm-hmm. That that's next to the because schedule AP. when yeah, oh. and then when we all got promoted, but, we all worked in the same area together. But I think you were gone by. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Is is the crazy person the one that used to have her boyfriend drop her off in her car? I don't think she had a boyfriend. She was older. Um, she wasn't that much older, but she was older than us a little bit. Um, her name was uh she was dark skin. She's real sweet. She was a nice girl. Wore glasses. She was fucking... No. Oh. Thin frame. Um she used mean? to sit next to Miss Preach. She was quiet most of the time. Mmm. 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 Mm. See, it's all mm-hmm. hazy for me. I gotta um, find out her name. I can't stand on me because I can see her face and everything, but I can't think of her name right now. And them two had a thing before he, got he had the baby. Oh. And yeah, it went bad because she was crazy. And when it went bad, the craziness kind of peeked through <laughs> a little bit. 
sometimes. <laughs> One literally like, flew what? over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did he do that? Okay. Explains a lot. But, yeah. Well, I mean, if he is, more power to him. I mean, hey, I wouldn't kick him out of bed if he crossed me. Shit. Whatever floats your boat, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I just. I will definitely just hold that boat. If, <laughs> um, come through Titanic. Um, so that's where we are. Nothing. We haven't actually applied I the mean, shit. Usually keep me posted on this situation because I want to know where the yeah, like because we've talked about this, right? So and like then you were like, nope, <laughs> not happening. So. Like I knew you can, you have an appreciation for women. You definitely do see the beauty and the sex appeal in women, but you were just like, no. <laughs> nope, so I've to. so I've had I've had pussy before. <clears throat> when? See. Listen, sir. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> offline. We'll yeah, because you are dropping. Because some, some I've had it, I, and it was so good. It I had to sit down on the arm of the chair and stare at the wall. I said, "Oh, this is what my brother's been telling me about." New all the time. Listen, yeah, we need to talk. This is Mister Fox, the I Refuse podcast, <laughs> with my lovely uh, guest and co-host from the Usual Suspects. Check out their podcast. <laughs> Oh, the abstract like right is flabbergasted right now. Yes, you know, like you know, like Janet Jackson say. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait! I will. I didn't have it queued up. Damn, you get on my nerves. I hate. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Mm-mm-mm. So, when you check out the I Refuse Podcast on streaming platforms and the YouTube channel and Twitter at I Refuse Podcast and the Instagram at I Refuse Podcast underscore under the words, you'll be leaving the page in each episode saying. You know what? I am sick of you. So sick of you. So, so sick of you. I and on that you. note, we are up and out of here. Um, hey, Thank girl, so when you want to um, do a new episode for our other podcast, The Usual Suspects? This weekend should be cool. I'll be here. All right. We'll talk offline about the other thing, too. Yeah, sir. I don't believe you kept that from me. You done shared everything. I, listen, I, I know you. <laughs> so, Ooh, y'all smoking up in here. <laughs> big blunt for real. Man, listen, I was the first Spready Gibbs. <laughs> Yes, you were. <laughs> oh, my God. 
I will never forget it. Like, yo. <laughs> never forget it. You <laughs> tell me and me to sit there like, oh, oh all right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got I to gotta pull that video from my iPod, the one I showed you and um, Sharita and um, Tia outside their restaurant. I That's the it. one I'm talking about. Yes, mm-hmm. I know. I still have it on my iPod. As soon as I, I fully charge that side, I think I'm going to watch that later. Had us coming back Monday morning with questions. <laughs> you know there's another vi- there's another video we did? No, I don't. I don't. No, I'm telling you, in 2015, we did another one. I remember you showing me two. Oh, well, then this must be the third one. Yeah, I remember saying two. Same dude. <coughs> yeah. <clears throat> Yep. Mm-hmm. Good times. For anybody interested out in the uh, you know, the podcast world, you feel me? Listen, I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all not gonna be disappointed. I don't. I I, I haven't experienced if it comes out that way, but I know what my man here working with. So you know, you will not be disappointed. I mean, if y'all want to see more of the content, I do have an OnlyFans and a Just for Fans. I'm just running something. Listen, look. Meaty joystick 82. <laughs> joystick. Chad, I've made almost $400 off of Just for Fans with that damn, with the pay. Oh, and my I even, goodness. And I don't even post all the time. And it's not, it's not like new shit. It's actually some older stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, post that some, one. Huh? Post that one. Post Ooh, that what? One. Post that what? Huh? That video. Post what, it. What? What one? I tell you, the one, the the restaurant one. Oh, I gotta pull it off the iPod. Mm-hmm. Post that one. Oh, okay. I'm here Bad for it. Challenge. It. Challenge. Oh. Yes, I have an OnlyFans just for fans. Just to let y'all know. And I and I've had the just for fans for about. Two years. And the okay. OnlyFans, I don't have as much on the OnlyFans. Just for fans is where it's at. Mm. Like, I, I got stuff on there of me and Matt. Um, I got stuff on there of me and this guy, this random guy that I picked up at the Baltimore Eagle years ago when I was living in Charles Village. What else I got on there? Oh, mm. You know, you know, you know, I'll just be getting my back blown out, you know. Okay. You know, I live vicariously through you. Oh, thank you, darling. <laughs> I'd have I'd have a alt Twitter, but you know, Elon Muskie is fucking everything up. Oh gosh. Well, even before that. But um So yeah, this is this is how we do over the RFUs podcast. Just, mm-hmm. just blowing y'all off the water, literally. I am speechless. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm Listen, here for it. you know, I'm probably the only just for fans guy that has a regular job. Like, I don't even do it all the time. Mm. But you know, stuff just happens to happen when you know I'm just I'm just out here in these streets, and I'm like, look. 
Let me record this shit. There's nothing crazy. But you got people that out here that got budgets and shit and all this other stuff. I'm like, look, I just got this iPhone <laughs> and this ring light. <laughs> and that's that's all y'all gonna get. This ain't this ain't no Steven Spielberg level type shit. Like mm-hmm. y'all got cameramen and multiple angles. I'm like, look, you get Not two angles. Right. I mean, probably the best one to date is the one I did when we went on vacation in Rehoboth. Uh, Was it last? No, not last year, year before last, in December. Um, Guy that I'm cool with, we fought Mm -hmm. around before, drove four hours from Jersey to come film with me. I hear that. And, bitch, I was built like a Buick. I was built like a school bus. And he came and, and worked with that. I was like, see, we need more of you in the world. None of these, oh, you know, I'm body positive, sex positive, but I only sleep with guys with abs. And then you got these people, these other just for fan, only fan gays, talking about, oh, I'm thick. And then they post a picture, and I'm like, you skinnier than me. Mm-hmm. Like, please. Like, stop it. And all of them are white. But, you know, again, I'm not, like, that vested, and I'm not in that world like that. I still got my little nine-to-five job. I'm good. Yeah. You know, I just, I feel with regular people. You know, people that just happen to have really good jobs. You know, people that, you know, are down to earth. And I keep it pushing. But yes, I do have just for fans, and I will try my hardest in this new place to pull that video from the iPod. Because yeah, I need that you. on my hard drive. Yeah, you wanted to keep me posted. So and just your, for the record, uh, your venture. Just for the record, I was the original Spready Gibbs. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> I was the first Spready Gibbs Definitely showing y'all the reading was. rainbow, okay? I can fly twice as high. Mm-hmm. High in the sky. It's in a book. It's in my books. A reading rainbow. I hate it. Look. It's eating rainbow. Yes. <laughs> reading rainbow. Eating rainbow. Mm-hmm. It's in a book. It's in my books. Mm-hmm. Reading rainbow. Starring Spready Gibbs. All right, well, uh, we're out. We'll catch y'all later. Check out Irfuse Podcast, the Usual Suspects, and the uh, the Irfuse Podcast After Dark. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.